This is Biz, and if hosting One Bad Mother for over 10 years has taught me anything, it's that parenting is hard and nobody gives a shit. So belly up to the low bar, where fine is good enough and you'll never feel alone. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, have you heard? I talked to Joanna Sokolowski and Julia Smith about their new podcast, Sound Detective, starring LeVar Burton, and my complicated relationship with noise. Welcome, Joanna and Julia. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Hi, Biz. Before I get into the very important question of who lives in your house, I'm going to give everybody a proper introduction uh, to the two of you because you have worked very hard and you deserve all the high fives. So Joanna Sokolowski and Julia Smith, have collaborated on the Webby award-winning Spotify original podcast series, The Oral History of the Office, as well as Vote, the podcast for Vote.org. Thank you for doing that, by the way. Separately, they have created, developed, or produced a diverse slate of podcasts, public radio, documentary film, and television for HBO, Netflix, NPR, Spotify, Team Coco, and Wondery, and their new kids and family podcast, Sound Detectives, starring LeVar Burton, so dreamy, is coming to Stitcher in like a week. (laughs) November 1st, I believe. Once again, welcome, welcome. I'm going to start by asking who lives in your house and I'll let you fight for it. I'm just kidding. I will start with Joanna. Okay. Who lives in my house? I have a seven-year-old daughter who is very noisy and Mm. very musically inclined I also live with my husband, a 250-pound mm-hmm. pig, my dog. Wait, your husband Wait. is a 250-pound <laughs> pig? Oh, he's a pig. I don't know. Very good. All right. My so husband is like 120 pounds. Uh, Thank you. If we could just weigh everybody in, that would be really. My daughter's probably 45. Yes. Yeah, um... 45. Wait, a pig. But I, there was an and after pig. We so have everybody settle down. Three chickens, a pig. A yeah. dog, uh-huh. a human child, and a husband. Uh-huh. And I think okay. that's everybody. Though yes. I am very close, millimeters away from pygmy goats. So stay Wait, tuned. Are those the ones? Those are not the fainting goats. These are the adorable These tiny are the goats. itty bitty goats. And I just fell in love with them last weekend. And obviously I have a slight impulse control problem. So there's no question that yes. you do. So I, and I approve of it. I have to ask, do you live in an apartment? Yeah, a studio. No, we we live on a small, very unproductive farm. That's lovely. Yeah. You deserve a 250 pound pig. I mean, Thank for you. real. He's sleeping that right out the window right now. Who do you love more? Definitely my daughter who hates the pig. Also, um, I should okay. point out. Fair. fair, that's fair. Julia, I promise I'm coming to you, but what is the pig's name? Lloyd. Oh, that's good. That's really good. He's really, and I'm sorry to my dear, wonderful husband, he's really my husband's emotional support pig and his best friend. And so I have very little to do with him, thank God. But we all have impulse control problems in my family. And so everybody gets their own animal and many, many of them, obviously. I think it's amazing. Julia, who lives in your house? And I'm going to be disappointed if there's not a pig. I'm sorry. You're going to be disappointed. (laughs) It's my life. It's okay. I'm used to it. In my house, there is myself, uh, my husband, and my 
18 month old, Ooh. year and a half old, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, son and no animals presently. Yeah, fair. I, look, I know, Joanna, you've got a pig and a seven year old, okay, and chickens, but I, I, I am, that's young, Julia. It's young, but I, I honestly, well, Joanna is so good at just managing the, all of the pieces i think hers her house is probably like more harmonious than mine um so my son is 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 noisy but Mm -hmm. usually in a very delightful way as in singing oh maybe most of his waking hours and then occasional screaming and stuff but mostly singing right now he's in a very lovely phase (gasps) That's so nice. Is your, Joanna, is your seven-year-old in a lovely phase right now? She is also in a singing phase. Uh, she is very <laughs> lovely mm-hmm. and peculiar and sweet little girl. Here's to singing. <laughs> Here's uh, to singing. And I think the reason that it's okay right now is yeah. that he can't really talk. He says some words, but he's not a big talker. Yeah. So it's just syllables, oh, which is maybe less annoying than actual words sung yeah. out loud which kind of more go right into the head this well, is my theory <laughs> i like this theory i think you just make a book of parenting theories by parents mm-hmm. with no scientific right. backing there's just not at all this is what i think all the kids probably do yeah when they start to get opinions on mm-hmm. the music that they like you have this like window of control and then somebody gives them like, I don't know, a CD or like a right. song or whatever for like a birthday present. And then that's over. You're talking about the fact that I I, I spent a car ride with my <laughs> friend's um, one oh, of yeah. their uh, children recently. And all he wanted to listen to was a Little Drummer Boy by Justin Bieber no. featuring Busta Rhymes. See, this is something I'm actually very perplexed by because I have heard other parents complain of such a thing, but in our car, it doesn't work that way. And so in our (laughs) car, we don't have Bluetooth in air quotes. We don't have this ability. So I'm very confused why other parents are having this problem because in our car, you are not allowed to choose the music. And in our home, you are not allowed to choose the music. In fact, no one is allowed to choose anything. Except, oh my God. No. Except what wild animal we're bringing yes, into the our house daughter, right now. If you can believe it, has a CD player in her room and a pair yeah. of headphones. And she is allowed to it. listen to anything she wants in there. And she is able to get those CDs from the library. We obviously yeah. run a very maniacal home, but we do not. There is no such thing as choosing okay. music in our cars. Right. She might be listening to Justin Bieber featuring Busta yeah. Rhymes. They thankfully don't it. have that at the library. Here's what it's more like here's, little drummer boy. This is, is that anybody who's listening is laughing hysterically at all of our amazing control choices that we've all made that will will either stay forever or not in our in our car. It's uh, <laughs> yep. we have the plug, you know, plug the telephone in mm-hmm. and you can play. We've got the Apple music family sharing everybody. So when we're on car trips. Everybody gets to pick a song. We go in a circle. And you get to pick a song. Now, Stefan and I differ at no, Stefan's rule is no repeats on the trip, right? So if That's you cool. heard Enchanted by Taylor Swift, you're only going to get it the one time. <laughs> I, on the other hand, am much more haggard and broken with a uh, 14-year-old and a mm-hmm. 9-year-old. And I'm like, you want to listen to that fucking song 20 times? I don't care. 
Yeah. Because I can just drive. La, 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 la. I can tolerate. I also worked at Johnny Rockets for a number of years. <gasps> oh. I know. And they I probably tolerance. have a playlist. They've yeah. got a playlist. Not only do they have a playlist, but you have to dance to oh, certain no. songs. My <laughs> kind of town, Chicago. So I can block anything out. I yes. have this, like, yes. I have that amazing. I'm like, oh, their music on even anyway okay well you know let's just continue talking about uh noise before we get mm-hmm. into the podcast one of the things for me that i have talked about with guests and teresa and myself and my therapist and that is the sometimes physical burden of noise or the impact of noise on my nervous system mm-hmm. that somebody drops a pot and i scream because I'm so keyed up from Mm -hmm. children. Yeah. I'm going to not start with you, Joanna, because there's a lot of noises probably happening in your house. Julia, your husband's a composer. Yeah. You have a young, young child in your house. I mean, essentially, just a little bit, one step up from baby. Right. Smarter Uh, than a dog, I say now. Smarter than a dog. The size of a papaya. Did you ever get those emails oh, where they're like, yes. yeah, yeah, baby's a papaya right now. And I'm like, I don't even know what a fucking papaya is. Well, so now they're the size of um, like a Chucky doll. So what, what is noise like in your house? And how have you found noise to change for you, Julia, since uh, having a kid in your house? I will say, I don't know. This is something that my husband has said to me is that I tend to have what he calls mom goggles in that my brain is able to filter mm. things that my son does so that I really only remember the like pleasant things. <laughs> oh my gosh. What drug are you on? And I don't I, know. I, he I said, love it. Good he said you. this yesterday because I told my mom, my mom said, how, what kind of day is Alfie having? I said, he's having a great day. He woke up and he was so happy. And my husband <laughs> said, no, he wasn't. <laughs> He was like screaming. He basically threw a tantrum as soon as he got up and I went, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, but but then he was but then he was dancing and then he was uh, laughing yeah. and singing. So it's like my I just was like, I'll cut that part out. I'm only keeping the part that was that was nice. That's your protection instinct. kicking yes. in right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I want to keep I want to keep him safe. And part of that is I only remember the good things. <laughs> the noise. So his noise, he he does. He does. My son makes a lot of noise, but I, I have a weird filter that I put on when I'm listening to him. And so really, I mean, this is a this is a, a non-child related thing, but we live near an airport. We oh. have small planes that go over all yeah. the time that that actually does drive me nuts, you know, because I don't feel any maternal feelings towards the airplane. <laughs> Fair. I always forget, like, how impactful the outside noises are on, like, when you have kids in your house, when Ellis was never sleeping, a lawnmower would go off, a helicopter. We oh, live yeah. in an and you're, area. You're on edge thinking, like, oh, no. No, yeah. no, yeah, like, don't know no, no, anything exists in the world. So, Julia has a magical ability or, or survival instinct of tuning some things out related to children uh, and things that she loves. But if she hates something, it's out. It's it's a horrible 
uh, abrasive yes. noise. This is fair, and I love it. All right, Joanna. I do not share at all. Yeah. I, as you can clearly tell, and yeah. my daughter is living under corporal law. And <laughs> yes, you. We yeah, do not you're ruining her life. Yeah, I. She knows that I hate sound, like especially a double input of sound, like my husband and her both entering with two very urgent messages from yes. the store to tell me when they yes. they come in both very anxious to tell me what was missing from the grocery trip or what have you. <laughs> and I cannot stand the double input. And so when we have my niece over, I, ha I say to my daughter all the time, it's too much. It's too loud. And my daughter knows that I'm a maniac. And so she knows to stop. But with like one of her friends or our nieces over, they look at me like, I am the devil. I am so evil. Yeah. How could you ever silence a child? But I do. And I'm very mean. So <laughs> I really don't like the sound of joy. <laughs> I mean, I love it. No, I get it. But I, I, I it, yeah. Really fair. You, uh, <laughs> look, look at this, everybody. It's another example of everybody does the fret yep. and it works in their house um yes but, okay all right so the sound of joy is awful so we you try to eliminate joy in your house i get it totally fair <laughs> but you have a lot of animals we have a lot of joy i guess i should say we just try i try to eliminate a lot of um noise <laughs> yes um, yeah. we do have a lot of animals but we also have a lot of space we have um, a lot of outdoor space and we have a lot of home space from each other. And so I think okay, the space works. Our daughter's bedroom is the entire upstairs of our home. Um, and so she has smart. a lot of space to do as she pleases. And she, to, as long as it's quiet, she has can a, she be loud? She has a drum set. She has a oh. violin. She's playing music. She can explore all she is wants she? in the privacy of her beautiful upstairs yes. pied terre <laughs> Okay. Fair, but is she playing music? I mean, or, playing... I mean a violin is a really yes. <laughs> not a not one I would have let into the house. Oh, I would have crushed no. that dream right away. We've got it all. She oh. and my husband both play my husband also plays piano and so it we are Oh, that's in right. A, I remember it is. It. I remember recently <laughs> saying we were on a work call together and I and I, I was like, oh, someone's playing the piano. That's so nice. And she goes, it's Michael. My husband plays <laughs> piano. I'm not exaggerating. Probably like two hours a day, all day, all of the time. And it is very beautiful, but it is also giving like um, I work in a Nordstrom's, you know, like, yeah, I work in the yeah. most lovely airport lobby and oh it's God. like in the background. You live in hell, Joanna. <laughs> you live in hell. And my uh, daughter also loves to play music. And so she will drum along with him. And they're kind of in this like improvisational jazz band together. <laughs> and so I just, you know, watch Real Housewives with my headphones on in the other room. You're just like, noise, no, noise, I, yeah, noise. It's very hard for me. And they know it. But it's also lovely. So it's very hard for me. So the... Oh god, the the parenting stuff is very hard. For me. I don't like it at all. I love both of you so much. So I, we've now talked about maybe not the upsides of mm -hmm. noise. The two of you have been creating things together for a while now. Mm -hmm. Now you are about to put out 
sound detectives with LeVar Burton, whose voice I could genuinely listen to all the time. Take me through, Joanna, I'm going to start with you. Mm -hmm. uh, take me through this idea and, and how the show developed and what you're hoping for it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, and people always want to know if LeVar is really the way he seems. And like, he's yeah. literally even better. He's of exactly course. the way you'd think he'd be, except Good. it's like even more charming and disarming in person. And so Ugh. just to dissuade everybody's nervous around that, it's, it's he's exactly the way you'd think he'd be, which is really wonderful. And especially like Julia and I have worked with, this is not a humble brag, but other celebrities who are <laughs> not necessarily no, the way you would it's not them. a humble brag it's, a, it's a fucking brag yo <laughs> like this is you better that's good you should i would be like you're having a t-shirt with people no, no, my, no, no, yeah. no but I, sometimes it's true you do meet yeah. people and you're like oh God, and really, whether it's for I better hope. or worse i hope yeah. they're not the way you imagine yeah yeah, yeah. and okay, fair. maybe they're better i'm not saying nothing but uh all, <laughs> all i'm saying is sometimes it doesn't match <laughs> true for him it does Truly, Yay. which is a really wonderful thing. I mean, when I met him, I was like, it's almost like a relief. Like, oh, yeah, you yeah. really are this person. How wonderful that the expectation <laughs> meets the reality. But beyond that, yeah, I mean, Julia and I both kind of came with 50% of the idea. I was super interested at the time in working on a kid's show that was going to be super sound-centric. I thought that was a really fun, cool idea. I hadn't heard anything mm -hmm. or seen anything being put out there that was like that. And that Julia was really interested in working. She'd done a lot of stuff with different comedy podcasts and comedians, kind of like this comedy detective piece of it. We kind of smashed them both together. And I would say like really, really quickly after we came together, we were like, the whole idea was pretty formed. And then it took you know, a couple months of massaging it and we pitched it. We brought on LeVar Burton Entertainment and LeVar mm -hmm. and then we ended up producing it with Stitcher, which is really wonderful. And everybody kind of added their own piece to the puzzle. Uh, but yeah, and we should been... say what the show, what the sort well, of narrative of it is. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Sounds are missing. <laughs> yes. Sounds have mysteriously gone missing. You know, you sit down in your chair, you're expecting that nice creak. Doesn't yeah. happen. The birds suddenly stop chirping. The sounds have gone missing. Yeah. Um, that we have a detective, Detective Hunch, who's an old school style detective who has kind of been lured to work on the case by LeVar. Mm -hmm. And LeVar kind of gives him this beautiful assistant named Audie the Ear, who's a three foot five inch ear, to help assist mm -hmm. as an ear. ear. They are an expert in sounds, <laughs> hearing, and really are excited and anxious and ready to help out a detective who might not be ready to receive the help that they need. Mm. And so the ear is kind of the conduit for all of our child listeners and kids who are really, really ready to get their hands dirty and <laughs> climb in there. And maybe the detective is a little bit all of the parents who are not really ready to let go of the reins <laughs> and think that they might know best. So yep. it's very funny oh. and sweet. And in every episode, you meet a real-life person who uh, the sound has ostensibly gone missing and learn about their life and their world. And so it's a little educational. It's very, very funny. It's part improv comedy. And then also there's kind of this moral and heart to the story as well. So, Well, okay. So give me an example of... Because I, I think 
there are people out there who have potentially the coolest jobs in the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, for example, anybody whose job or environment revolves around sound, that is a cool job. We tried to make it so it was the type of folks that kids could understand. And yeah, so absolutely. this is a spoiler, but like Samin Nosrat, the amazing chef, uh, is on our show. And we talk about the sounds of the kitchen. We talk oh, with folks from yeah. NASA's JPL and talk about sounds in oh. space. And so we really... It's that's, kind that's of better. That's the, really cool. The thing that we was really neat about talking to, and this was... Something that came up when we would be interviewing people because we'd say, okay, well, you know, this is the sound that's gone missing in your world and whatever. And then we'll ask you to talk about that and your job and stuff. And seeing how much how much you take sound for granted if you are a person who is hearing or has some degree of hearing. um, A lot of people were like, yes, sound tells me so much without looking, without being in the physical space, I can I can know things. Um, I can use sound as a tool. It's something that you don't think much about unless it goes missing. And um, and as Joanna was talking about, for the person at JPL, I mean, she had this mo- the most beautiful way of talking about how sound is integral to exploring space and how it was a, wow. a an added dimension. It's for so long, it was only pictures that we had and that adding sound allowed us to know so much more about the things that we're exploring up there. It was really cool to be able to talk to people about their jobs, but from a different angle than they would normally yeah. be speaking about. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. And then we're going to come back and share the things that all unite us, the geniuses, but mostly the failures. Oh my gosh. Hi, it's me, Dave Holmes, host of the pop culture game show, Troubled Waters. On Troubled Waters, we play a whole host of games like one where I describe a show using Limerick and our guests have to figure out what it is. Let's do one right now. What show am I talking about? This podcast has game after game and brilliant guests who come play him. The host is named Dave. It could be your fave. So try it. Life won't be the same. Uh, a big business starring Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin. Close, but no. Oh, is it Troubled Waters, the pop culture quiz show with all your favorite comedians? Yes, Troubled Waters is the answer to this question and all of my life's problems. Now, legally, we actually can't guarantee that, but you can find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius. Fail time. I am going to start and I'm going to try and keep it focused. The genius is Ellis has begun to, Ellis, the nine-year-old, has begun to leave evidence on the toilet seat that they've been there. He's peeing on my seat. Now, I made a promise to myself long before children, after walking into some stinky-ass houses with boy children and being like my child will not piss on this floor on the seat my house will not smell like a bathroom i shared that with ellis 
You t- said, you said I did. I mean, I had already made this yeah, promise to myself. I've made this promise to myself. You were peeing on the seat. I love you very much. Uh, you got to wipe it off. To be even better, lift both seats up and then yeah. pee in there. And then I'll never see it. But they don't. So I remembered a sign that used to hang in my uh, camp, summer camp stall that said, if you tinkle while you sprinkle, be a sweetie. Wipe, wipe the, the seedy. Yeah. <laughs> and I have hung that up. And now the sign will do my parenting for mm, me. Genius. Not yes. me. Wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. I saw what you did. Oh my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh my God. That's fucking genius. Uh, I'll let you guys know how that works out. (laughs) (laughs) Julia, please genius me. Okay. I was telling Joanna before the call, this is sort of a, it's a combined genius slash fail, but it is... One of the things that lives largest in my mind from the past few years, which is uh, the day that we brought my son home from the hospital and the first night that we spent at home and we had not slept in days. I was in the hospital for five days before giving birth and we were totally exhausted. I had had a C-section. It was intense. And we brought him home and I had bought thriftily a bassinet on Facebook Marketplace that we had set up and I had even bought a new mattress. I'd done all the things that I was supposed to do. And we put him down, we swaddled him, we put him down in the bassinet and he immediately rolled to one side (laughs) because the bassinet was tilted and we had never put anything in it after we assembled it to make sure that it was level and and picked him up. (laughs) Put him down, did it again, and I was already about to, yeah, lose your mind, explode, yeah. and tear my hair out. Because in my mind, I'm thinking there's only one place I can put him. Yeah, there's only You're one right. place. There's only one place, Julia. That's it. <laughs> this is I'm tunnel vision absolute. Yeah. This is the sort of genius part of it. I think maybe um, I called my dad who lives nearby. My parents live nearby. I said. Dad, I need you to go to Target. <laughs> I found a basket thing online that we can put him in. I need you to go right now before Target closes because it, also Target was going to close. My dad brought it over and um, I remember just that it was like the longest half hour of my life. Yeah. And then finally he brought it over and we opened it up and I'm like, oh, thank you. God, there is a place to put the baby. <laughs> and uh, we and we started to assemble it. And it was the kind of thing where there was a zipper that went around that was going to enable the pieces to come together for it to be yeah. flat. And uh, the zipper would not, yeah. would not go beyond an inch. No. It was yeah. stuck. It was whatever you it was. You might as well have been trying to build a rocket to Mars. Yes. At that stage of your life right then. Yes, exactly. And my dad had already left by the time he, he dropped it off and he's like, good yeah. luck, guys. And both of us, mm. my husband and I, both struggling to zip this thing. And me, I'm sorry to say, in like postpartum hormone oh, yeah. rage. And my sure. husband saying, this isn't going to work. And I said, it's going to work. We are going to make this work. This is the only option and i called my dad he brought over a candle oh my god that he rubbed on the zipper no 
yes, this is a thing you can do. If this is a, if there is a zipper that doesn't that is not working, you can take a I mean, a candle is wax. So, but I guess if you had other wax, that would work too. What else are you going to have? I have no idea. What else? Um, what other wax do you have laying around? Exactly. Go ahead. You rub it on the zipper. It 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 basically just sort of eases the way. We were able to close this yes. thing, create this little weird basket that we didn't oh need, God. obviously. Yeah. Um, no. But not even have a little place <laughs> to put my child, and it was. I mean, I remember thinking just like the degree of like victory yeah also just yeah. not i was about to fall onto the floor but it will live in my mind just like forever julia i want you to know that i see you thank you and you found a place to put your baby that <laughs> that my friend is the greatest parenting moment in your life joanna top that Top and also, I'm gonna just start rubbing wax on everything that doesn't work for me. It's so good. And does get a, it works right. on drawer. It works on drawers that stick too. Oh my god! Wow. On the underside of a drawer, like you got like a wood drawer. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna rub it on everything. I'll let you guys know how that works out. All right, Joanna. So I only came up with a fail, but I can. Ah! No, you better stare a genius, right? But I know I'm going. To you use, have a I'm gonna use this chance. To defend the oh. fact that I lied to my child about my car's ability to connect with Bluetooth and turn that right. into a yes. genius. Because I, a genius. I believe that parents are uh, really <laughs> telling Tell their me. children too much about what is available <laughs> to them. And we have at this point limited it so much that the lie is really not a lie anymore. Yeah, we yeah. make her rent DVDs from the make her. We allow yeah. her to rent DVDs yes. from the library, rent yeah. CDs from the library, and really try to run her media as it was when we were yeah. children, which is quite oh, yeah. limited. She says, "I want to watch Frozen." Well, there is no Frozen here. Yeah, there is no such thing as Frozen. You may figure <laughs> out when Frozen becomes available at the library, but there is no Frozen. And in this way, in this limiting, I really believe I am saving myself. We are benefiting I, her very little, but myself very much. <laughs> I really admire how you have set up your house. I I just, uh, uh, by the way, it, the most disappointing day in our house was when uh, the children learned how to tell time. We didn't teach them, <laughs> but oh. they were, because I was like, it's bedtime. You know, it's like not bedtime, but it's it bedtime. Yes. Right. Or you've been watching. But it, it, and when I was letting them overload on media, I'd be like, yeah, it's only been an hour, three hours later. Anyway, yes. you are doing a good job setting the rules for your house. Things break through. My- I've got to let it be known. Things break through. She watches Netflix. Don't get it twisted, anybody. But also... The genius is that you are coming at this from a place of self-preservation and not Always. some sort of lofty, like anti-media place i mean that may be where you are but that's not how you're selling it and so i'm all on board with the like it's really for the soul (laughs) yeah very very good all right well look at us all being wonderful so failures fail 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 you suck we are not living in our home because of reconstruction We have been bouncing around. Nothing is where it should be. I am at this stage convinced that my children, when we return to our house, 
will not know how to use drawers or closets to put their clothes away uh, because we don't have our own drawers or closets right now because we're in rental homes and people leave their stuff in their homes. And it's not like an, like somebody's Airbnb that we're at where they've cleared it out. No, people's stuff is here. So overall, it's like coming out of the pandemic and knowing that my children may never know how to use utensils correctly. My, my oldest just ate a steak on a fork and Stefan and I looked at them and said, do you want a knife? And they said, no, I want to eat it like this. And I am not being sarcastic. <laughs> we were like, all right. And then Ellis eats their cereal, which is dry because uh, they don't drink milk. Uh, just fistfuls, fistfuls of Cheerios. Yeah. I don't know. Someday they'll be in public and we'll be shamed. And then they'll figure out a different way. But my failure is just basic human being life skills uh we are just shedding those left and right so hooray yeah. for us joanna you can stop laughing now and you may share the fail what you came here for your fail <laughs> oh my gosh i have so many i oh, good. could never stop coming up with them and i come up with a new one every second of every day but there is one that I thought of that was probably the most like PG because I do feel like I've mm. also failed in the PG 13 category many times. <laughs> oh, yeah. But this one, when we first moved into this house, like I said, our daughter lives in the full upstairs, which mm -hmm. obviously very spooky for a child. I was gonna we say. live fully downstairs, she lives fully upstairs. And mm -hmm. this is a very big adjustment from our previous house where our rooms were next door to each other. And so we thought we came up with the best idea ever, which was to find her old baby monitor, install it, and then explain to her mm. how we would be watching her all night long. Um. And that we would be able to see her, that we would be there for her. We had a big, long talk about it. We showed her how it worked. We showed her where it would be, what it would look like in our room. And mm -hmm. I was like, this is going to be the greatest idea ever. And she yeah. will feel so close. And she will know that I'm always watching over her, just like I would if her room was right next to mine. And she realized that that is a two-way walkie-talkie. And <laughs> she was up until 1 a.m. just going, mm. you still there, Mom? You still there, Mom? <laughs> Mom? You still there? <laughs> till 1 a.m. And I almost lost my mind Oh, and went absolutely yes. insane. And she wants to use it every single night. And she <laughs> thinks it's the coolest thing in the universe that we have a walkie-talkie intercom mm -hmm. system in our house where she can harass me all yeah. night long. I had to unplug it and hide it from her. <laughs> is it really two-way or is it just one way? She, oh, it's two-way. Oh, you got the wrong model. It, it was just like seven years ago, we got like the nicest yeah. one in oh, our baby yeah. shower from some right. very nice relative and <laughs> dug it out. And I swear to God, for whatever, we put her to bed at seven until 1 a.m. This girl, mom, 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 and have to buzz in. Still here. It was oh. the worst <laughs> thing ever. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. That makes many of us feel a lot better. Yeah, don't just, don't try yeah. it at home. Don't, don't be helpful. <laughs> your fail was trying to emotionally help your child. Okay, Julia, I I don't I don't have a separate fail. I only had the the combined genius fail of screaming and not realizing no, that, think... that you could, as Joanna said, put the baby on the floor. Yeah. Now <laughs> you know, but somebody told me once. 
put the baby on the floor. Can't roll off the floor. I'm like, yeah, but you can roll in a lot of cat hair. You can roll right over all of my sewing supplies that I was, I was terrified not... of stepping on him. <laughs> that was another postpartum exhaustion thing that I thought if I put him on the floor, I'll step on him. <laughs> Why would I? <laughs> See, don't worry. We can bask in this fail of yours. Mm-hmm. It was a genius that you achieved this. But you are right. The failure is just, just not being able to use your brain. Yeah. Well, you guys are both doing a horrible job. Uh, as well as a wonderful job. You are doing a really good job. And I appreciate that your friendship has led you to put out this absolutely amazing uh, podcast that I am so excited to listen to with the kids because, you know, we do. We like we like to listen to things, especially in the car. So the biggest thing everybody- that I've heard, I'll just say. Yeah. I mean, I'll say this for anyone who's listening. What the feedback that we have received from multiple parents who have listened to this as test listeners was my kids were silent listening to it. Oh, where has all the sound gone? (laughs) Oh, to my happy place. That is that is actually I hope you have that quote somewhere (laughs) online because that is your selling point right there. So everybody, uh, by the time you hear this podcast next week. This show will be out. Thank you both so much for joining me and talking to me. And we will link everybody up to where you can immediately, you get it wherever you get your podcast. But we're tired, everybody. We want a link. And so we will give you that link. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. I'm Jordan Cruciola, host of Feeling Seen, where we start by asking our guests just one question. What movie character made you feel seen? I knew exactly what it was. Clementine from Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Joy Wang slash Jobu Tupaki. That one question launches amazing conversations about their lives, the movies they love, and about the past, present, and future of entertainment. Roy in uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I worry about what this might say about me, but I've brought Tracy Flick in the film Election. So if you like movies, diverse perspectives, and great conversations, check us out. Oof, this is real. New episodes of Feeling Seen drop every week on MaximumFun.org. All right, everybody. It's time to listen to a mom have a breakdown. Hey, Biz. This is either a fail or a rant. No, not a rant. Breakdown. I don't know. I have a favorite kid. I hate that I have a favorite kid. I don't want to have a favorite kid. I have two. They're both awesome. They're so different. Uh, And one's three and one's five. And at first I was like, oh, you know, babies are hard. I'm not super into babies. And I was like, oh, toddlers are so hard. I'm not super into toddlers. And, but I just have a favorite and I hate that. I do my best to, you know, 
them equally and but I'm worried that they can tell and I'm worried worried everybody can tell and I don't know how to stop it and I love them both so much I, I don't know I don't know what to do about that but I've just been sitting here having this feeling that I'm a terrible mom because I have a favorite <sighs> Thanks for letting me call. Love you. Bye. First of all, you are not a terrible mom. You're doing an amazing job. And I actually want to say thank you for calling. You are not alone. You're not a horrible person for having this a feeling. I think there's this expectation that, again, as parents, we are supposed to be so good and wise and capable of everything all the time. And we just aren't. And how we feel in one moment is not how we're going to feel tomorrow or a year from now or three years from now. And I want to assure you that because you are aware of this and able to vocalize this, that you will be able to navigate this and make both children feel loved by you. You are doing a remarkably good job. This is so complicated and so unfair when it comes to all of the self-judgment that we put on ourselves. You are not alone. Everybody, none of you are really alone. I just want to make sure you know that parenting is desperately isolating. Uh, one kid, two kid, five kids. I mean, it's a lot. And this pressure to be perfect in every way to each and every one in your house is unbelievable. We encourage our children to not be perfect around us. We forgive them so easily for yelling at us, for having a bad day, for breaking things, whatever. And yet we are not that kind to ourselves. Let's go out and be kind to ourselves, everybody, because you're doing a good job. You're still growing up. <laughs> All of this is developmentally appropriate for where you are in your life right now. Let's squash these expectations that we have probably put on ourselves, that no one else has asked of us, that feels like everyone is asking. Belly up to the low bar and get comfortable. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Gabe Mara, my husband, Stephen Lawrence, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things. And of course, you, our listeners. 
To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.